Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Tale, and I'm your host, Joe Zer Jr., and with me is my co-host, Ryan Greening. How's it going tonight, Ryan? Good, Joe. How's it going for you? Pretty good. Um, just did my 17-mile bike ride, and I, I learned that I treat, to make it interesting, because road cycling sucks, and you know this. To, mm-hmm. To make it interesting, I, you know, have my time, and I was just disappointed in myself because I was 22 seconds slower today than I was on Friday. Okay. You know, you treat it like racing to make it fun. Yeah. And it's working really... Out's, working out's a little different, though. There's it is so much that goes into how your body works that, you know, plenty that you do understand and even a bunch that you don't understand and you take your body fairly seriously these days i'm so i'm just trying to keep my heart rate up that's what i'm trying to do and running's too hard on my body so yeah yeah i get bored i wouldn't get too worked up about your times no i know i i just get um i get bored and you know i start screaming whatever song i'm listening to like at the top of my lungs people on the path think i'm a psychopath i think you you are if you're if you're doing that well i'm doing it when nobody's when i think nobody's around you're you're still weird yeah not screaming that's the wrong word a little above talking talking (sighs) all right i'll allow it (laughs) yeah um uh, let's see here. No sponsors this week, so let's get right into Moto Sheets. What the hell is a Seth Electric Desert Buggy? Do you know? A Seth Electric Desert Buggy. I keep seeing... I'm just scrolling through Live RC looking for anything relevant to speak about in the uh, RC world. And... I just I keep seeing things pop up for this. It's capital letters Seth. No, I don't know what that desert is. Desert buggy. I kind of wonder if that's uh, like an evolution of a rock racer, because people couldn't leave rock crawlers alone and made them into rock racers. I wonder if that's kind of a similar situation. It's worth a Google search. Yeah. It is, I don't know, a, a semi-cheap-looking uh, RC car, I guess. I wonder if they're trying to make it into the next uh, Slash. <sighs> All right. Yeah, no, well, I'm looking at That was a miss. It. Yeah, that's, it's, yeah, it's just a rock racer. So, a, kind of a cheesed up version. Yeah. Team Magic Seth 6S 1A scale. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Uh, where are you seeing that just around the country? Well, I was just looking at Live RC and I keep seeing stuff like aftermarket parts for it. Oh, okay. So, figured I'd figure out what the hell it is. Yeah. I mean, Everybody's trying to be the next Arma or Traxxas. Yeah. So. This one comes in at 650 so it's uh, 
I mean, up there with the more expensive tracks of stuff. Well, if you get what you pay for, it, you, that, uh, that would be tough to make the leap into a vehicle you've never heard of for that kind of money. It's got to be relatively new to our industry. I wonder if any of our local dealers are getting on board with them. Oh, I'm sure Team Magic has given all the local hobby shops hand jobs trying to get their stuff in. If any of our listeners are owners or have seen them or anything, let it, let us know. We're uh, we're curious. Yep, me too. So, um, yeah, you got moto sheets though, so that's yeah. There's some there's some racing going on. Uh, some Friday night action going on at uh, MMR. Nice. Torot was able to dethrone. The uh, the little king there, Evan Banta. So t- Torot takes the win, and Friday night, stock buggy, A-Main, Evan Banta second, and, oh, Seth Van Dalen went down there, qualified eighth, and finished third. I Good run for him, a kid that, you know, hardly ever runs 10-scale carpet. Tore on the top of the box where he likes to be. He's not happy if he doesn't get there. Right. I kind of... Oh, was that even the main event? No, I got to... <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Dwayne Fisher was just off the box, so I'm sure he was pissed off at himself, too. Dwayne's Didn't trying to... Get a piece to, of that podium pie. Dwayne's trying to talk me into an associated buggy. I talked to him a little bit after the last podcast. He's like, yeah... For he, what? For a carpet buggy. Don't you already have one? I have several, but none of them are the point three. I can't imagine that's a big deal. It is this time. Well, you can upgrade to a point three, but it's one of those things at that point you should just get a new car. Because at this point, you're. I can't dr- imagine it's lights out faster, Joe. Uh, it's a bit. Um, ju- it's stiffer, which is very important for carpet racing. Um, the C and the D block are different. You know, that that's easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the new servo mount, you have to drill the chassis. That's a pain in the ass, and there are a couple different steering components. So, eh, I don't know, man. Why not just get a Schumacher is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'd, I don't know. With the amount that you go 10th scale carpet racing, why buy anything new at all? Because I'm going to be going more soon. Why is that? Because, I don't know, I spent all last winter on the clay. I might spend this winter on the carpet. I'm not sure yet. All right. Well, well I'm speaking not... of carpet, yeah. Dollars Hobbies uh, got back to racing on Sunday. John Schroer took the win in two-wheel drive stock buggy no uh no stranger yeah to uh victory lane there marty kilmer dusted his cars off and took second and matt pierce took third yeah honorable mention to ryan eichema coming behind those guys in fourth uh looks like thunder road did race this weekend um they must have been indoors because yeah. it was raining on Saturday. Because I planned on racing, but I do not have a carpet car ready to go. Sure. 
So I'm like, yeah, I'm out of kind of all the racing. Yeah. Um, let's see. Pro two-wheel drive stock buggy. Caden uh, Voss takes the win there. Ethan Mickelson second and Torot third. Good for Caden. Dwayne coming in fourth again. So it was a weekend of fourths for Dewey. Yep. Senior and I actually had a, a long, not an argument, but a disagreeing conversation about the splitting up between pro, expert, and intermediate. I'm like, I get the X, like maybe splitting into two. Splitting into three. Uh, there's Three and technically four because you you split off all your sportsman drivers by having a sportsman class too. True, so. true. Sportsman's more of a run what you brung, but most of them do have buggies. Um, but yeah, no, Senior likes it. He goes, but we agreed on something that if they would just resort after round one and you'd all be fine. You wouldn't have to, because I guess they weren't resorting in their solution instead of Resorting is to run three cl stock classes. Jesus, that's retarded. I know, but you know what? It's still a fun place to race. Everybody got the trophy. Yeah. That's what, well, they do have A scale split up there, but, you know, A scale expert, whatever. That's fun to race. They ran novice A scale indoors, looks like. Yeah, um,. Yikes. Yeah, I was told no A, I mean, obviously no A scale. Because A, like novice eight scale, it's not very good drivers no. with the fastest, heaviest vehicle out there. Yeah, massive yeah. jumps and not a lot of places to turn. Man, that was ballsy. <laughs> yeah, good for them. Yeah. You know, as long as they get a turn. Oh, no, I'm looking at Rick's Hobby Farm now. Oh. Way off the mark. <laughs> they didn't run uh, the 8th scale. I was going to say, um, yeah, that would be news to me. <laughs> so, anyway. Rick's Hobby Farm raced a couple weeks ago. Uh, decent. I mean, they put together almost a full class of nitro vehicles, which is cool. You go back two years ago and you'd either have you know two or none yep so that's good uh kp reigns took the win there joey fitzsimmons second and jeremy simpson third yeah good for them I our, our buddies down at uh blooming prairie doesn't look like they probably got rained out this they got week. rained out yesterday yeah um so last week we'll see how the electric buggy a main went armand charlin takes the win jeff peters second joe bain third those are three names that i don't even recognize so good job to them armand charland is uh he's a good dude he's running the um wrc car and he's actually getting the thing dialed in pretty good i'm not even familiar with that brand the wrc car is what lutz is running they're super successful on the on-road side and now they've just jumped over to the off-road side Okay. And the reason they have legitimate money backing them, they're, um, they do something. They make a part, a major part for Formula One cars. 
So there's okay. there's money behind that WRC company. Sure. Blooming Prairie, 13-year-old uh, and older sportsman A-Main. Amanda Schumacher takes the win there. Isabel Townley second. Greg Williamson third. Good job, ladies and gentlemen. And that's uh, a little rundown of racing in the region the past couple weeks. Awesome. Did you do any racing in the last two weeks? No. Since we talked last? No, I was planning, like I said, on racing on Saturday, but it got oh. rained out. What have you been doing? Um, I've been picking up and putting down this B74 I bought from Kyle. Yeah? What do you got to do on it? I got to put electronics in it, basically is what's it. And if I would have had it ready to go, I could have raced at Thunder on Saturday, but I don't know, man. My motivation's been more at the gym lately. Okay. Like, I, I would love to just... I love just grabbing a car and running it and maybe wrenching on it while I'm there. But uh, I'm just looking at this. It's, I'm, it's in my lap right now, and all I've done to it is tape the battery in. That's all I've done. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I'm looking at my ESCs. All my lead wires are too short to do exactly what I want with it. So I'm going to run a... Hobby wing ESC, unfortunately. So, anyway, what have you been doing? Anything RC in your life? I I picked up a broken prop from my RC plane today and moved it to <laughs> another location in the garage. Yeah. Um. I I keep looking at a desk full of cars that I could let um, several of them go if anybody's interested what I, am I looking at got a mini rock crawler got a mini T2.0 got a mini B probably never really going to play with those again don't know why I bought them um, probably going to sell my mini truggy why is and that you're always going to sell it but you never do I'd, I just don't know. I'm not planning on running it this year. Mm. Is I'm not, I'm not planning on running on clay. Okay. So, so you're planning on get, doing your carpet deal only too? Yeah. I mean, probably realistically, um, maybe play at Thunder Road a little bit when I'm either heading to and from Brainerd. Yep. And um, just do some races here and there at Dollar. Probably not overly consistently, but um, the next time I feel, I don't think, I don't know if I'll get the bug while it's still this warm, but maybe, maybe this next time when they go to on-road, I'll, um, I'll start working on a VTA car. Okay, yeah. Cause My you... backup car, I'll yep. make it into a VTA. I, I want to tinker with it during the week, and then I'll have Benny race it when he feels like it. Mm-hmm. I don't plan on racing that class, but um, I just figured it'd be it'd be fun for him to run a 10 scale, and it's something it's something different for me to tinker with my um because I'm so not picky, and because the car is so good, I, I really don't feel like I have to sit there and do much with my Mugen touring car. That's always nice when you can just go to the track and run. 
Yeah, I'm perfectly happy. Like, I actually, I'm not picky to the point where I don't even really need to tweak it and do all of that stuff in between runs. Um, yeah. I I do fine with a slightly inconsistent car. Yeah. So, Oof. I'm I'm just not I'm just not at that level where I need it to be perfect. I, I'm not I'm not pushing for wins in the A main. So yeah. Speaking, I just like I really like driving the car though. They're they are fun right now. Speaking of dollar, I got lit up like a fucking Christmas tree today. Yeah, for what? Well, Chris Wall makes a post and he goes, "Ooh, only seven at dollar on Sunday racing and only fifteen at the toy box race in Oval." And I go, oof. I go, well, yeah, it's, uh, first thing I said, it's summer. It's hard to get a uh, turnout indoor on summer, in the summer. Yep. And, and then I said, these are my words, their schedule is wildly inconsistent, and they don't post on social media enough. And Yeah, but, as far as dollar? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And Brian just went off on me it's like holy shit dude yeah you know what did brian have to say he's like you have no idea what you're talking about he goes i go well on dollar's main page not the group but on their main page they went from april to august without posting and they haven't posted to their instagram in five years oh that costs money i'm like "I, I, i don't think it does and if it does, it you know, I just got lit up, and it was insane. <laughs> and then Troy Troy Gubbins, I think he misunderstood what I meant, because uh, I said, you know, they should just advertise. You know, like um, Thunder Road on Monday, they say, hey, this weekend, this is what our race schedule is. Like, this week is practice only, so I'm going to work on Saturday myself. It's one of those things, and it's like, Andrew, he's like, hey, on Thursday, Andrew's talking about, ooh, who's going to get Bragan Rights Friday, that type of thing. Yep. Every single week, like clockwork. Yeah. I mean, Andrew, he's posting for his iRacing. He's posting for his on-road. He's posting for his off-road. Right. And then I get lit up by just saying that, like, hey, I don't even know when they race. Right. I love Dollar Hobbies. But after getting lit up like that, I don't feel welcome anymore. Oh, give me a break. Well, I don't feel welcome by Brian, but Brian doesn't do uh, race directing for off-road. Well, it's not like if you went there tomorrow and Brian was there that you guys wouldn't be able to have something to talk about. Just because you had a disagreement online doesn't no, mean that you're not disagreements are fine, but you got to see what he the way he wrote it. It was fucking vicious. <laughs> it really yeah. was when I'm just like, Hey, I don't know when these guys race. He's yep. like, well, you've yeah, only the, been there I once. The, eh, I don't know. <laughs> they, they can't put it all on him. You know what I mean? Well, and they kind of do. I didn't put anything on Brian. No, I'm saying other, I'm saying the people that, you know, run that business. Yeah, I know. They pretty much put everything on Brian. Right, right. And Brian's just a part-time employee. There, I mean, he does way more behind-the-scenes stuff than anybody would ever know for that place. Sure, but, um, but then then he gives me shit for, 
oh, you were only here once in the last year. I'm like, well, when I was racing carpet until clay really got going. You know, I raced carpet heavily until last November, and then I went heavily clay only. And it's like, well, when I was racing carpet, I was only racing a dollar. And I was only putting my dollars in dollar hobbies. Yep. And the people forget. It's a little aggravating. I don't know. Yeah, I, I he, just uh, thought that was a little gnarly. He, he needs some help. Oh, yeah. He definitely. And it's like. Needs needs some support. They, uh, Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I offered, but you know what? <laughs> After today, I think I figured who said, uh, don't let Joe get behind the mic, even though, uh, I'll say it again, aside from you when you're warm and Sean Van Dalen, I am the best person on the mic in Minnesota. And I will say yeah, that over a, and you're over. you're on a good show. I will say that over and over. I don't know. I guess I don't have any shame. <laughs> For a while there, we had we had lots of good, oh, active race directors. Ben Savakul ruled. Yep, yep. Ben was great. Yeah. Ben was Ben was good at what everybody else needs to be better at is always making sure that he had um, a drivers meeting and he touched all the pertinent information. Right. And he hammered the important things home. Yeah. A lot of the races you go to at that part is taken for granted sure assume everybody knows what they're doing and that's not the case at all no you know you look at it it's like yeah i know what i'm doing and you know what you're doing but let's say somebody's at the track for the third time they don't remember everything they don't Mm -hmm. remember to marshal if you you don't know the deal speak up yeah you know if you're at the track and you're not getting all the information that you want maybe don't maybe you can't go bug the race director no um they're Bug fairly me. busy but it, if it's if it's plenty before the race it shouldn't be a problem right get those questions in um yeah don't yeah. be don't be afraid to ask people around you what the heck is going on rc racing can be very confusing when you're starting out it can be confusing. for some people that have been doing it for years it's still confusing yeah i was gonna that's say that's more on them than it is on rc yeah but. um speaking of driver's meeting i had let's see yeah that is the correct topic i have a driver's meeting for beginners so when you guys are looking to sell your cars you will not get the cost of upgrades back when you sell your cars i saw some fool and this was inspired by some fool on facebook Trying to sell his B6.1. You know, it, it was tricked out for 2,018 times. But we're three years down the road. For $840. American. American. I mean, maybe you can get a couple bucks back. You know, maybe your hop-ups won't be a total loss. But you kind of got to consider them a total loss, I think. What's your thought on that? Oh yeah, that's that's well, it's it's kind of bananas in any market. Yeah, I mean um, that that 
type of thing is never considered when it comes to the value of your used equipment. Right. And, you know... And for, yeah, that's for better or for worse, but, yeah, when it comes to, I mean, I don't, I don't follow, like, blue book values to the T or anything. Something that, something is worth whatever somebody's willing to pay right. for it. it. You always but ask what they're a... not willing to pay for it is just a tiny, tiny sliver under what you paid for it. Right. You paid for it, you used it, it's used stuff now. Think about you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna get, you know, nine and a half bucks back on a ten spot. I know. Uh, I've been kind of watching that in the real car market lately. There is these um, guys at this place. I believe they're called Matheson Motors (MTH). They take these trucks with two hundred thousand miles that are in okay condition. They put lift kits and rims on them and try to get forty thousand dollars for them sure you know that that that's what i i was reminded of when i saw this b6.1 on oh it's got everything yeah but no sorry bud yeah 840 bucks for a b6.1 it's got everything except for a, a healthy inventory of spares yeah <laughs> to well, purchase and the thing is like if it was uh B6.3 tricked out in the same way. Still no. I looked at the ad and saw what he had, and he had everything proper, and it looked okay, but still no. And, you know, he's like, well, if you guys don't like it, you can move along. It's like, well, most most of the time, yes. But you're so wrong in this situation. We kind of have to beat your dick down into the dirt about this one. I mean, when you're that wrong, you need to be shamed a little bit. I, I'm a strong believer in shame. People are like, oh, you shouldn't body shame. You shouldn't do it. Why? It works. It works. For a lot of people, that is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, when I went to Millville, one of my buddies was like, oh, it's so nice to see you finally, you know, comfortable. <laughs> I got I I got running shoes like two days after that. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's good motivation right there. <laughs> right. One of my jujitsu buddies said he's a little nicer about it than yeah. You know, Joe calling somebody a lazy piece of shit. I haven't done I that will, lately. I will, I will say the delivery was a lot softer. Yeah, I haven't done that lately. One of my jiu-jitsu buddies said I looked six months pregnant after I got gassed out 90 seconds into a round. And it's like, all right, I got to start doing cardio. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know what? It works. And if you're too sensitive for it to work on you, well, maybe you were sheltered. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so that's why I had for a driver's meeting. You know, it's like... I bought last year's J Concepts winning four wheeler. It's still directly off the track from Thunder Road for dirt cheap. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it came from Kyle Holmberg, and this thing is fucking tricked out. And I am, I barely, <laughs> I was thinking about getting a wheeler, but. I paid pennies on the dollar for this one, and it came from Kyle, and it's in really, really, really good shape. 
Hey, speaking of pennies on the dollar, um, my buddy Benny, his daughter is uh, selling her 2016 Jaguar F-Type R Coupe two-wheel drive for 60 grand. So, for, uh, that's not quite on the pennies on. I know, I know that's <laughs> cheaper than normal. <laughs> I wonder how much that thing rolled off the lot for. One fifty. His, his children are are very well taken care of. Yeah, because does isn't his ex wife loaded? Yep. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, for sure. And the, the kids are independently wealthy because they they carry, you know, native blood as well. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, you know, I hate to say it, but I'm looking to spend twenty grand less on a truck. I'm like. Hee. That's almost this in my price range. This thing is so sweet, though. I've I never know. even seen this. He's, um, I don't see him all that much compared to how much I talk to him. I don't, I don't know if he ever drives this thing around or not. Yeah, pretty sick. Benny's got a broken back right now. I don't know if I told you that. You did, but Benny's how old? How does he have a daughter even old enough to drive? Was he's he getting... like forty-five-ish? So he's. Yeah, I suppose. 45, 46. And they, they started young. They were like middle school sweethearts. Yep, so. I got you. I was going to say, did he start when he was 18? Pretty much, I think. Yeah, yeah you know, I almost I had a few close calls when I was 18. I think we all did. <laughs> I mean, anyway, uh, it's like that old Rocky II uh, deal. When he's sitting there in his old, old bookie that he used to bounce for, he goes, Hey, Rocky. You ever think about um, investing into condominiums? Rocky goes, condominiums? Uh, I'd never use them. <laughs> i never use them. <laughs> yep. Take it to the, remember what I said, Rock. Take it to the zoo. <laughs> Retards like the zoo. <laughs> Holy shit. And she, she wasn't even slow, man. She, <laughs> you know what was wrong with Adrian? She had super high anxiety and low self-esteem, and they <laughs> abused the living shit out of her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's horrible, but funny. I, I hate to say it, it was kind of, I don't know. <laughs> hey, while we were talking, I just put a servo in the servo mount to this uh, B-74. Oh, it's getting Hashtag serious. progress. It's getting serious. It took me three screws to get the mount out and then four screws to put the servo in the mount. So, anyway, yeah. Um, What else do we got? So we went through moto sheets. We went through um, the driver's meeting. Do you have it on the tone this week? I don't have it on the tone. Um... You know what we haven't really done for a while is the Racers Minute, where we give a shout-out to random people in the RC world. Sure. Uh, yeah, shout-out to Benny Van Cleve. He uh, he got a little bit of minor back surgery. It was either today or yesterday. He got, like, cement-like injections. Mm. And um, so it was, like, kind of a, kind of a fusion-type deal. I think I think that's what they do when they can't do anything else for you. And I'm not kidding. I he said, what did he say? I think he said his doctor said he could go ride dirt bike on. When did he say? I'm cleared to ride my dirt bike Wednesday. You know what? 
Here's my shout-out. Shout-out to Benny's doctor. Because most doctors are like, you should never ride again. Nah. Right. Benny's, Benny's got a good doctor. Fucking most. He's getting, he's getting the riot act from, from his girlfriend and kids and stuff, though. Yeah, but, yeah, who cares? You know, yeah, it's, it, it's in spice, his blood. It's a spice of life. It's in his blood. You can't, you can't stop it. Just like you can't stop me from RC or you can't stop you from doing several hobbies. BMX yep. lately. Yep. So how's BMX been going? I forgot to ask It's you. good. Um, I wasn't expecting to race at all this weekend. There was a, a state qualifier in Glencoe scheduled for Saturday. Okay. Um never been there it's not a it's not a very popular track i don't know why because i haven't been there but um they got rained out saturday and they scrambled real quick and asked isanti if they could uh run their race delayed there so instead of being a day race um practice ended at 7 p.m and we started a state qualifier so we get uh I think the last I was the second to the last race and I got out of there around like 11 11:30 somewhere Dang. in there. Oof. Um so it was really cool that that track was able to still, you know, hold their race and that that's a big way that the tracks raise money for the year is yeah. having their state qualifier. For sure. So you know, they get at least four times more people on a day like that and they get a lot more money because um it's double points, so you pay double the price. Yep. So anyway, they they packed up all the all the food that they had bought for concessions for the day and everything, and a bunch of volunteers from both tracks made it happen. So anyway, I wasn't planning on racing, so I worked, make some extra money, yeah. and then I was still able to make the race. Um, I, I don't know if it was because of this. I, I did have a long week of work i worked a lot of long days and then i worked on saturday too um and then i went and i i was just dog poop oh really um i yeah and i i made a i made an error in judgment too uh i got there and a guy that we don't see all that much but he's he's usually top five national age group okay um, so he's very fast. He yes. makes main events at nationals and he makes mains at grands. And, um, anyway, when I saw that he showed up, I'm like, well, a win is out and that's all I'm trying to get right now is wins and mm -hmm. throw out my lower scores. Yep. Cause I don't know if this guy's, I don't know if he's making enough races to be in it for the state championship or not. So if he doesn't, I'm kind of, I'm in the running with this other guy that I've been working on and battling. Mm -hmm. So this other guy, I've beat him uh, three races in a row now, whereas I hadn't beat him all year. Yep. And I was, I just, I wasn't even close Saturday night. So I was able to work my way back up to a third in the main event, mm -hmm. but um, I don't need any third places right now. I need to throw out thirds for, um, for firsts and seconds so anyway when i found out i wasn't going to get first that night i went straight to the concession stands i bought a chili cheese dog and <laughs> another hot dog to back that thing up yeah and i loaded i loaded up on treats because i was kind of 
bummed out that yeah. I wasn't going to be going for the win sure. that night. But what I should have done was I should have been trying to get second place and blocking out that other guy from getting a second. Yeah. Because I think, I think right now we're tied with our five best scores. I've got two wins. He doesn't have any. But I think the math works out to where we're tied right now going down to uh, the finals in a couple weeks. Do they still shove trophies down your throat? You don't, you don't have to take them. There's other options. Uh, most tracks have something they call biker bucks. They're usually poker chip style stuff. Yep. And those are those are good as dollar bills at that track. Nice. And then there's another option usually called saver stamps. And saver stamps are good at any, well, I don't know about any, but they're good at the, the trackside bike shops that okay. we have yep. in Minnesota. It's a really... Um, it's a really high-end shop called Full Tilt, and um, they don't actually, I mean, I, I think they technically have a storefront, but it's basically, it's like an office that has the name on the door Okay. for the, for the requirement for them to be um, a bike shop as it pertains to their race team. Mm-hmm. The guy's got a national race team along with the fact that he's a huge uh, BMX parts dealer. And anyway, you can find them sometimes at random tracks when they'll take their their shop on wheels. Yep. And then if you go to Isanti, which is an indoor track now, they have a permanent bike shop there. So those saver stamps are good for dollars there. That's always so I, good. So I get, I get savers. I've, I've taken... Um, I think I've taken one trophy this year, and it was a really cool-looking fish oh. at the the Mankato State Qualifier race. Okay. So it wasn't, you know, just a standard plastic trophy that, you know, I have too many of at this point in my life. I've been racing different things almost my entire life. So. I'm sitting here looking at this car. I'm wondering if I should leave the battery taped in or if I should use a battery bar. Hmm. What would you do? Go ride my bike. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I'd, I'd, I'm not opposed to tape. Um, I, I got I this. Don't, I don't use battery tape on any of my associated 10th scales. I have this insane Gorilla Tape that's like 40 pounds, so the battery's not going to go anywhere. Sure. Uh, I never had any issues using battery tape as a hold down. I think I used it when I had a low C because yep. I was trying to get more flex in the car. Um, but yeah, I don't think I use it on anything right now. My touring car has posts for that. All the associated stuff, um, you know, I just used the the stock plastic cage. Gotcha. Adjustable deal. And then my 12th scales, they got the little rubber band dealy. Yep. Yep. Um, what else do we got tonight? Good thing I built that crawler, too. That, that thing's gotten a lot of use. <laughs> yeah. What do you got, like, two batteries through it? Not even full ones. I had a lot of fun with it one day at, at uh, Thunder Road, though. Yeah. Um. Need to call up Connor and meet him at, in uh, 
<sighs> Little Canada one sure. of these days. Go use that. I don't know if they're even – are they letting people run out there this year? I know they were all COVID scared last year to the point that you couldn't go out and use I don't the know, crawler man. course in the woods. I don't know, man. Which is odd, obviously. You know, it's funny. It's like you say COVID scared. I'm more – covid reaction scared like the way people are acting is freaking me out yeah yep but yeah we talked about that way too much last episode <laughs> um, you plan to get a fake vax card do you know that is the same as having a counter having counterfeit money how can it be on that level it is they're making it that level what a bunch of dicks just like uh Rocket crack is the same as an airplane full of cocaine. Don't ever forget that one. <laughs> Don't ever forget that one. Um, I was looking for something here. Okay. I really, do, I really don't want to have to take that thing. Oh, I don't not, need it. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Um, I will get fired if I if if they if my job says you need it. I will get fired. I'm trying to think of instances where what would make me bend because I I don't see them I don't see them doing it to crane guys. No, no way. Working outside and not next to people anyway. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm guessing you got think a pretty strong headed group there too. Right. And I'm I'm hopeful that my wife's company won't do it. Because, yeah. um, and then it's like, well, what are companies going to do? What do they have to say about spouses? You know, That's like, true. oh, you have to be vaccinated if you're going to work here. Well, you know, what about my redneck husband at home <laughs> that says he's never going to take it? Yeah. What, what is it? What is, does that affect anything? Oh, no, that's fine. Oh, okay. So basically your whole th- policy is bullshit. That, yeah. You won't. We, we all know what's really going on. but No, we all don't. <laughs> well, some of us think that, that the vaccine will keep you from getting it. Oh, yeah. Keep you from spreading it. Some people still when, believe that. When I say all of us, I mean you and I. Yeah, all two of us. Yeah, it's... um, Yeah, I don't know. I think I would... My wife works from home. She actually, she, she got the vaccination on her own because she's like, well, she goes, I weighed the pros and cons, and I wanted it. I'm like, cool. Yeah. She goes, do you want me to make an appointment for you? I said, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> I said, there is no way. No way. That's that's cool that you guys don't have big conflict over it. No. You know, I, I know some families are being torn apart parents are evicting you know and they you know not that they should be cuddling their adult children i was gonna say if they're adults they should be evicting their yeah but i mean it's it's a different world you know a 19 year old can't just go out there and take care of themselves the way that you could 30 years ago that's true not when rent's 1200 bucks a month oh my gosh i it's awful so my wife and I, before we got our house, we were paying. We started out in this apartment at six fifty a month in rent. We lived there for three years. 
I think we ended at like 775. They raised it each year and we we're at 775. That yeah. was in 2009 we moved into our house to where our mortgage was cheaper than our rent then. Right. Then um I l- we were just looking the other day and I think they're charging $1000 a month for those shitholes. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. I mean, it's like how how can you expect apartments are aren't supposed to be permanent residences? How do you right. expect people to have a starting block in life? If you keep doing this, yeah, well, they, it it seems to me that they don't want them to have one anymore. Right, right. Um, I saw a funny meme <laughs> wherever, and it said, "I can't afford a thousand dollar a month mortgage payment according to the bank, so I'm going to go ahead and pay fourteen hundred dollars a month in rent." <laughs> there, I, I know, I know people in their forties that still rent. Like holy shit! If you ever busted out a calc and and in Minneapolis, Ooh. like if you ever busted out a calculator and looked at how much money you pissed down the drain, and you have absolutely nothing to show for it, they might have had one big fuck up that prevented them from buying a house. No, nope, nope. It's just this is an active choice that this person made. Well, some people are strange. <laughs> Fucking a. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was a Hillary lover too, though. Yeah, I don't love anybody that loves any politicians. <laughs> right? I don't care what side you're on. You yeah. should always hold their dick to the fire. Agreed. Um, fuck them in the neck. Yes, got a little bit of news, and then we can go on to tech inspection. Um, Wally builds and Nick Watlett left Mayako. Last week, just out of nowhere. It's like he was building a fresh JQ Black Edition and, you know, talking about Mayako and what that car is going to be, and then, boom, done. Yeah, what do you make of that? Well, Nick is a smart man. He's a businessman, so he's not going to flame JQ. He's not. And he says, oh, it's just a business decision. You don't, you don't make that kind of snap judgment on just a business decision. Right. I'm thinking JQ did his, I'm right, and if you don't told, he doesn't do it, that's the wrong way to put it, because he doesn't do that. We all know JQ's very bullheaded, and he's willing to crash heads with you, and I mean, he really wasn't offering Nick that much just to be kind of a team manager slash service center for Mayako USA. Okay. That actually sounds like kind of a shitty gig. Right. Um. So, yeah, but he's left Mayako. The only person who's ever seen the full car and who's had it in his hands is JQ. And the first batch of the cars are supposed they were supposed to be out this month. But then they were all playing, well, because of COVID, do, 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 do. Well, they were saying August until the beginning of July. You knew in July they weren't going to be out in August. You knew it. Right. Um. 
Yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see. I'm still very interested in this car, but I'm also wondering. And then, you know, Nick, he borrowed a friend's TLR Elite, and he did way better with it. <laughs> and it's a car he's never re- It was a borrowed, clapped-out car that he rebuilt, and he's like, yeah, I love it. He goes, I did great with it. So... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the Mayako was wasn't what it's supposed to be, or maybe maybe JQ said instead of this percentage, you're getting this percentage, and Nick says, "Well, it's not worth it." Um, let's see here. We got oh, you know what I'm noticing? It just stopped. With no social media attention whatsoever. The RC Box Club. Oh, okay. I was really... You know, they sent... They did a... Mark Santa Maria did a box, and it was a $50 box, and it was 50 bucks worth of stuff. It really was. It was nothing I was really interested in, but it was something... It was a neat idea that could have grown. And, dude, Nothing. It's been radio silence since like February. So that's a bummer. Uh, I kind of wonder if he's like, yeah, he's putting in all, all these parts into these little boxes, but he's like, yeah, I'm making money, but it costs me money to have somebody pack up all of these boxes and maybe shipping was a little more than he thought. And he's like, it's not worth the margins. Right. That's just a guess, but. I hope it's not done, but it seems like it's done. Um, Speaking of Mark Santa Maria, do you follow him on YouTube at all? No. Well, he bought this storage unit um, from this guy who I guess owned an online hobby shop. It's called TSR Hobbies, not to be mixed up with Team Scream Racing. Was TSR Hobbies. Okay. So Mark bought this big, big, big storage unit full of stuff. And I'm sitting there screaming because he's not a 10 scale guy at all. He's a scale and basher type guy. So he's going through these totes. He's pulling out these $25 to $50 aluminum exotech parts. He's like, I don't know what these are, and throwing them aside. Like, psh, psh. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. In, in this one little box, there was a few hundred bucks. And then he got excited for these uh, aluminum drag wheels. He's like, these are $500 retail. They don't make them anymore. I'm like, you threw aside $500 to get to that $500. But no, though, seriously, though, those. Um, those videos are very fun. Cool. Because he, he he doesn't know what he's going to get. He, sure. He just jumps into a toad. He's like, I, he's like, I don't know what this is, but it could be worth a lot of money and a lot of new and box stuff and a lot of valuable stuff that they don't make anymore. It's fun seeing. Um, Let's see. That's about all I got. They've been... um. Oh, quick shout out to um up in the Iron Range. They're doing their own thing. Have you been paying attention to that? 
No, what are you talking about? Um, up at up in the Iron Range, they started their own RC car club. They've been um, doing oval on Tuesday night, and then they just built an off-road track on the site. And they're gonna be um, they're gonna start running off road this coming Sunday up in the Iron Range. So yeah, can you be a little more specific? It's a large area. I'm looking for an address as we speak. (laughs) That seems to be missing. I'm I'm looking at the notes because there's the announcements. There's for blah 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 yeah man i'm not seeing um i'm not seeing an address and it looks cool i want to go up there one of these days but yeah <laughs> i don't know where it is um i could send you the group through uh are you back on facebook yeah, I got sick of, I was having a swap back and forth on my Messenger app because I left my Ryan Greening one open. Yep. And then I had my Emilio yep. account going and um, I'd get, <clears throat> I would get notifications from the other one when oh. I was in in a group chat with both names and it just it started irking me. Sure. So I figured next time, um, next time I can, if I want, I can just take a break from the page and keep my messenger going. Yep. But it's also, it's silly, you know, how nice Facebook is for certain things like, you know, when uh, someone you haven't talked to in a long time is going through a tough time or somebody passes away or somebody's getting married or somebody has a kid or right. whatever, you know, just, I don't know how that information <laughs> used to travel, but it I doesn't, know. you know, how it used any, to travel in any way other than Facebook anymore. Yeah. So. You'd run into a old friend and Hey, did you hear about Jim? No. What about Jim? He passed away four years ago. That's how you'd hear it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man, no address. I am just finding nothing. I'm at the very beginning. Uh, yeah, I can't find nothing. But that's cool. You know what? They'll find oh, they're, they're racing slash modifieds and yeah. Uh, fi- find that's them cool. on uh, find them on Facebook. They have a group called Iron Range Racing Club. Awesome. Yeah, and they're getting their off-road stuff uh, rolling here pretty quick. So, yeah. I would assume it's relatively close to Hibbing. Looks like they gave a shout-out to Hardee's. Yep, for sure. Hardee's of Hibbing. Anyway, that's really cool. Yeah. Um. All right, let's get on. Oh, look at that. What? Oh, just I I like the the outdoor track. It reminds me of wheel brokers. Yeah, just it's not huge. Oh yeah, the page itself says Hibbing, Minnesota. Oh, it does. Well, I'm I don't know. I'm looking on my computer. What are you looking on? My phone. Gotcha. 
The only time I've been this, looking this at Facebook app sucks. It does. The only time I've been looking at the computer is make sure um, stuff's still recording. Sure. Um. Yeah, we just got tech inspection. Unless you got any more news. Not so much. All right. Um. Let's get into tech inspection. Let me bring stuff up. Jake Lander, he goes, will you give me a shout-out on the show? Number four top fan. Of course, Jake. How do, How is that quantified? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was the fourth. I bet there's a list on the page of top fans, and he's probably the fourth one in. Gotcha. But, no, we, we do appreciate the support. Shout-out to you, Jake. Yep. You are the real American hero. <laughs> he is driving around. Dude, I love his station wagon. <laughs> if I didn't want to tow anything, I would get a station wagon like that. Just uh, I don't know if he's got the Caprice or the Buick. I, don't, I think it's a Roadmaster. With that 350 LT1 motor in it. Dude, that thing rules. Uh, Douglas Reek, your advice on screw handling during a kit build. Because he's having issues handling the smaller screws. I would say make sure... I don't know, man. What do you think would be a good way? Because I got these... Because he's having problems, like, dealing with them because his fingers, you know, fat fingers. We all deal with it. Maybe go to the dollar store and get these little forceps. Have you ever seen those? Mm-hmm. I would think maybe something like that. Um, I have several, several pairs because I break them often, but I use them often. Um... Yeah, just like a little pair of forceps that they have a three-stage clip on, click on the handle to lock them in. I I would recommend that myself. What would you recommend? Oh yeah, I don't even I don't even have a recommendation. I have no idea. Okay. Um, and obviously make sure you're. Um, make... I like to use my powered tools. Yeah. Myself. Me too. Not building a car. That's tough. What I oh, do? I, I can't build one without it. I'd, I'd have symptoms that would feel like arthritis if I got done with one doing it by hand. I set the clutch on the Hitachi super low to where the screw zips in 90% of the way, but I have to finish tightening it. So it's like the Hitachi zips it in and then I got to put like three quarters of a turn to finish tightening it. Sure. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I would say, yeah, use the Hitachi and uh, get a pair of forceps. And you got us questions with Kenny. <laughs> Kenny's questions. I like these. He goes, um, for those of you that don't know, my friend Kenny, we go back to college, uh, but share a love of hockey and bmx and kenny is rc curious but knows absolutely nothing about it um he says uh what kind of thumb exercises do you do 
to ensure you don't slip off the controller. Well, we don't <laughs> use uh, stick radio, so it's not thumbs. It's more of um, our thumb, pointer, and middle finger on our right hand, and our trigger finger on our left hand. And I've never done anything, and my fingers are horribly arthritic from racing and playing video games all these years. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe video games helped a little bit. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, um I, uh, I, I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever struggled with the long races when it come to my hands. For me, it's always, uh, accidentally knock, locking my knees or yep. something like that. For Forgetting sure. to breathe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I've never really done anything, but the arthritic fingers actually help for jiu-jitsu when I'm doing collar grabs. I can lock my fingers, like, lock them, lock them shut. Okay. To where nobody can strip. It's like a lock jaw type thing. It's fucking cool. Um, what else does he go? Can I bring my wired electric car to try out? I have a 100-foot line for it. Trying to think of about lowering the pollution of the exhaust. You know what? I'd say fuck yeah, man. Give her a shot. Kenny, you can't bring your vacuum cleaner to the track. Yeah, and then... It's not uh, a thing. He goes... See, I he I read the first couple words of this. I thought he was actually getting into a, a legitimate thing he could do with an old chainsaw, but <laughs> I was wrong. He has he goes. I have a small old chainsaw, uh, might mount it on the top of my car for intimidation purposes. Of course, <laughs> I'm sure that's fair game, right? I think what what he's looking for is battle bots. Actually, he might not know what battle bots are. So, Joe three and I loved the reinvention of battle bots mostly joe i like watching it with them but um i also like uh kenny florian former ufc fighter he's one of the commentators on it okay i looked at legitimately doing it oh you want to people want to say rc racing's expensive oh they can fuck themselves yeah, if you bots. want to talk about expensive you can ask my friend benny the next time you see him at dollar hobbies what it's like running a battle bots program uh, yeah um you want to talk but about like back in the day they had an awesome tv package and there was a lot of money on the line for guys you had to right. spend a lot of money to be in the running right but a right. lot of those guys kept their efforts going because that series was so big at the time i know i know it's maybe it's maybe it's a decent size now they got some really cool toys and i see uh, those toys out in the real world sometimes, yeah. especially at, uh, you know, obviously when I go BMX racing, it's mostly kids hanging out at those tracks. And I actually see them playing with really neat looking um, BattleBot toys. But yeah, it's like, you know, you're using airplane stuff for your radio, which is super expensive. Servos are thousands of dollars. And, you know, the BattleBots, they weigh like 90 to 100 pounds and right it's not i saw one out there one time i'm like oh this guy's gonna get destroyed immediately and he did <laughs> he he had wide open a scale buggy tires on it oh okay i'm like oh this guy's gonna get wrecked real fast and it, it was super quick it was just 
the dude hit him with the saw blade and put him in the corner and he was done. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that is it for Kenny's questions with Kenny's. Yeah, Kenny's I think questions. Kenny's into battle bots and he doesn't even know it. I think so too. Uh, I would like to be. It's just super expensive. I don't know though. Ah, you got anything else? I'm pretty tapped out. Me too. I'm looking forward to do more A-scale on AstroTurf. I've done some more to my car that I want to try out. Yeah? What's that? I got the Mugen Silver Springs on there. They're more of a progressive spring, so it's like going to a V2-associated spring. Um, yeah, that and I did a little more tire work. I found a Dremel bit, so it's like I cut out the nubs off the side, but now I've ground them down nicely. Yeah, there's just some stuff I want to try. But I worked this Saturday, and this week was going to be a practice day only, so... Yeah, I'll be there the week after. Cool. So we'll have stuff to talk about on the next episode. Good deal. This was a good one. Not bad, Joe, not bad. Cool. All right, Ryan, we'll uh, see you on the next one. Uh, We've ran out of talent.